Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. Early Saturday morning here. We'll be talking about the Knicks-Pelicans Summer League matchup and only that. Earthquakes. And Mark Jones' earthquake. That's it. That's that's why we're doing this. Um, Doubtful. (laughs) Doubtful. So, I went to bed. No news. We we weren't going to get Kawhi news yesterday. Um, no lie, we had a wild Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the office. We, we were awake for it. <laughs> Friday night. Um, That's how wild well, it was. I think Chris Haynes broke the story, and I didn't know. I, I don't know. What were the odds on him? I think he was third. I think he was the third okay. best odds behind Shams and Woj. Um, I don't know if what happened first, Kawhi signing or the trade. I think the trade happened first. Um, but I wake up at like five till six and I see my phone and I see that Kawhi signed with the Clippers and Paul George traded to the Clippers as well. They get two stars. The league has been flipped on its head basically in the span of a couple weeks, or really a week. Um, initial thoughts? I mean, I, it's one of the – probably cooler than any outcome that we thought we had. My initial thoughts were how hilarious, how hilarious it was that we – all these people thought they knew what was going on. And – it's, it's kind of cool in this age that his camp was able to keep this under wraps. You you said you were reading that this kind of started two days ago? Um, yeah, no. Well, it was a couple days ago. A couple so days ago. I think, I think the trade. So I think the big thing, which, I mean, this is – they've been this was being said this entire week is that he wants – it's going to be the Clippers. He wants to play with the second guy. There's got to be someone else there. Um but you're right. No, I mean, it's been Lakers, Lakers, Lakers. It's the entire time. And the, the other big takeaway is Jerry West clearly knows what the what the hell he's doing. That's um, his third time doing this now, I guess. Every I mean, everybody, every you know, everybody's first reaction is to make fun of the Knicks and Lakers, and that's fine. But I think what you know, the bigger takeaway, it doesn't matter. I, I just don't know how many of these guys care about like going to the team because if they did, the Knicks and the Bulls and the Lakers theoretically would get every single guy, right? I mean, but you got Paul George did at one point decide to stay in OKC, and it took a guy like Kawhi, and it wasn't even the clip. It was Kawhi getting him to want to go somewhere else. So, I mean, I think people saw – he probably saw what a joke that the, the Lakers are and how poorly they're run and trusted Toronto, but also trusted Jerry West and, and the Clippers and Steve Ballmer. I mean, he seems to have a pretty good reputation around the league as an owner. No, I mean, obviously a lot of money. Jerry West, he's been around a little bit. Um, no, that's – it's amazing because – Kawhi to the Lakers seemed like a lock. I mean, if you were to watch 
if you're watching any sort of sports show yesterday, it was talking about how they were going to work as the big three, um, what that was going to look like. And the Clippers, who, I mean, and for the most part, we, just, we were getting just reports that it was pretty much between the Lakers and the Raptors at this point, and that the Clippers were out. Some folks were saying that there was a 0% chance that he was going there. Chris Carter, I think, was the only one who was really able to report it accurately. I mean, he was saying all three teams were in contention going up until yesterday even, and they get the maybe second-best player, best player in the world. The Paul George element is something else we talk about because that escalated super fast, um, <laughs> so fast. And then they get a guy who's pretty much for the entire run last year, up until the end, he hurt his shoulder. Nice. could argue was a top-five player and was an MVP candidate. And that's playing on a team with – Russ, who was probably trying to go get his own. He was on his little quest for another triple-double. And then I think going back to your point, it illustrates that you do, in fact, get rewarded for having a stable, good organization and a good infrastructure and staying the course. I mean, we saw the Nets beat out the Knicks. The Clippers beat out the Lakers, and they were awarded for having good management. So, I mean, I think it's, it's awesome. And, it, and it's OKC as well to yeah, of course. Yeah. be open to the trade and probably recognize – I mean, that was, they, they, they were a fun team with him healthy. I, I don't know the cap situation, but they – were, They were in the luxury tax – so, I mean, those owners, that was the whole reason that they got rid of Harden. So, it's just ironic that they eventually got to that point anyway. Yeah, well, I want but, to talk about them as well. <laughs> but still, for again, I mean, they got a nice haul back. I mean, they, they earned it by getting him to stay, and they made the trade for him in the first place. But, I mean, you have to wonder, Russ, does he want out of town eventually? Well, they're saying that, that they're actually looking to, like, they're open to trading. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Which yeah. I, I don't. He, I don't know if he has a no trade clause. It seems like all these teams are somehow able to get these guys to not have those anymore. Um, I mean, that would be somebody if they had anybody to give back. That right? He's from L.A. He could go to the Lakers, <laughs> but I don't know if they'd even want him. Well, yeah. No. Is there anything out on? I mean, it's probably too soon to see top contenders for Russ. Probably a little early. I don't know who would trade for him. Who would want the Knicks? <laughs> wow, that's interesting. <laughs> they definitely would, man. But he'd be in per- he'd be so unhappy. Yeah, that would he be, would be so unhappy for. That seems like an unhealthy relationship. <laughs> and then, I mean, it'd be a he'd show. Be, he'd be close to the fashion. Yeah, no, the world. You would be. at least the Western Hemisphere. No, so. And now if you're the Clippers, you got a real squad. Like you got a good squad and you got some depth. That's my thing. You got depth. I mean you and me argued constantly about whether the if you went to the Lakers, if they were just a shoe in to win. I mean we saw I mean, my we thing saw was, how hard it was for Miami 
and you you made the point that their first year the roster wasn't that great, and then it, it did get a lot better around those guys. Not only that, to me, they they occupy very similar areas on the court and do very similar things. By them going to the Clippers, they do have a lot more around them. Obviously, mortgaging off the long term with all the deals or the the picks. But no, I mean, I think I just with, with him mind. and PG in that roster, I think that's better than anything the Lakers could have put together. I I mean, you see it. They 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 re-signed KCP and JaVale McGee, and they pretty much have no cap space. And Danny Green, sorry. Uh, Which like, is good. I don't know if it's worth But they wouldn't have gotten all those guys if Kawhi signed. They probably wouldn't have gotten Danny Green unless he really wanted, wanted to, play to play with the Lakers right. and Kawhi. So, so to, to me, I mean, the Lakers are a big loser, not just short-term but long-term because you have to imagine – some of the sell was on Kawhi being there after LeBron with AD. And now what do the Lakers do once LeBron goes? Yeah, no. Real quick, give a shout-out to Pete's Coffee. Absolute flame. Very good. And shout-out to Jimmy T for letting me use use one. Put one in the cure this morning. It's absolutely working for me. Um, sponsor? Yeah. Free, free sponsor. You're Super welcome. Creamer as well, powered by Ketu. Wow, I think like three brothers made it out of their garage. Maybe we should be doing the pod from a garage. That seems to be a precursor for a lot of successful ventures. Gotta, we gotta find a Apple. Garage. We gotta find a garage. Super creamer. Next, next is the thoughts podcast. Um, I want to get to the. I'm gonna get back to the Lakers. I guess for me, it was just I just wanted to look at this roster for a second, and I want to get back to the Lakers. I do, but. They just – there's so much depth here. And defensively, they are going to be an absolute – Patrick Beverly, who's a pit bull. I feel like we're the real losers because now Doc Rivers has a shot at another title, and we both think that he's severely overrated. We do. We really do. Um, Sorry. Paul George, Kawhi, obviously, they can defend a little bit. They still have Lou Williams, so I feel like can get 20 points a game until he's 35 or 36, coming off six – Ivic Zubak, who is a nice piece. Landry Shamit, who's a nice guard. They did get rid of Shea Gildas Alexander in the trade, but in order to get Paul George, you take that. The West is absolutely loaded. And you're right. If you're the Lakers at this point, you're a big loser. You missed out on a bunch of guys. But at the same time, if you have the chance to get Kawhi Leonard, you go all in. I'll only go pros first. Pros are you still have two of the top seven players. Five players, maybe, respectively. They're definitely going to be better than last year. They're going to be better than last year. There's no won't be a little grumpy, man. He won't be nearly as grumpy. I definitely think Kawhi would have been obviously nice. Um, And my thing with that, like Kawhi joining them, I just think that that would have been, as far as the best three, like, semblance of talent-wise, that would have been it. And eventually that just kind of overpowers you. Obviously that's not the case. Don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, But, yeah. Rob Palenka is a genius, quoting one of our friends. Not going to name his name because I'm a nice guy. He goes out and signs. I mean, Danny Green, I think they wanted to get him because the Mavs have cap space to sign. They had cap space. So they could have offered Danny Green two for 12. They could have given him $12 million a year. I actually don't hate that they gave him. I mean, giving him 15 is a lot, but you need a shooter. 
and I think he's a good piece, career 40% guy. That, no, yeah. I mean, so that's, like, that's a good piece. I think you slightly overpaid for him. But I, think you have, but I think you have to, right? Um, KCP getting eight a year is absolutely awful. And I don't know why you do that outside of the fact that maybe he's a clutch. Like, I just don't get that. That makes no sense. You go spend it on a couple on, on some guard pieces if you have to. Marcus Morris is still out there. I know he's still a small forward, but people will laugh, but I'd like Tyus Jones on this squad. He's still out there. You might I mean he could still be an option for them. He's not gonna get paid a lot. I don't know how much he's gonna get in the first place in the first place. He's still out there. Um that's actually a really good idea. That's a really good idea. Um they still need to fill the rest. They they signed uh because imagine I mean, we're, we're slightly biased being Duke fans, but we knew that he wasn't going to be, like, you know, top 10 point guard in the league. But no. we we both – I figured he would have a very long career as a, like, fringe starter slash backup point guard. Because, um, I mean, not many guys see the game on a certain level, and he definitely sees the game. And for him to play – I mean, that's a true point guard – playing with pretty much every position else on the court is a threat, a super threat to score the basketball. I feel like that would do wonders for his game where he was playing with Andrew Wiggins as his backcourt mate, who frankly is underwhelming. Yeah. So, yeah, no, he's still out there. Work. I mean, he, he could probably make more somewhere else, but that might be a really good career move for him. Well, unless they're, you know, they're planning on him staying in Minnesota, but. I'm just. I mean, that's just the point that they're at, though. Which yeah, is, you got to just kind of go off the scratch. They went all in, other than Kuzma for Anthony Davis, and I just wonder, long term, short term, and long term. I, I, I mean, yes, they're better than they were last year. There's no I still, doubt about that. I, I think I that. just don't know. I mean, they they mortgaged off everything. Not that those draft picks were going to be like. I just. Number ones, but I mean, after I mean, for it's Anthony Davis, but if you look at what the Clippers just gave away five first round picks, their future guard, who's they're very they loved a lot, but they had to get rid of him and Gallinari. That's a lot for Paul George. Paul George is a great player, he's not as good as Anthony Davis. So, I mean, I, I think the but like that's, you did that and you got Kawhi as well. That was your only way to get Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? I know. If it's just in a silo, you're right. But it got them both guys. They had to spend the bread. But as far as assets being given up, they got both of them to that. Whereas the Lakers just got Anthony Davis. It's fair. But to your point, which you've said a couple times, is they're not going to be able to pay all these guys anyway when their contracts are coming up. I think Josh Hart was coming up. Lonzo, I think he had two years still. Ingram... Ingram had one more. One more. Uh, Lonzo had two Outside more. of the stretch that he had this past season, basically after the All-Star break, or after Christmas really, after LeBron got hurt is when he really started to play well. Um, no, I hear you. Back. I just I don't just, know how much sure, they, they still, would have fetched elsewhere. They gave but regardless. A lot. They gave a lot. And if you're, looking um, at the, if you're looking at the roster now, it's a tough look right now. They they got some stuff. They have some work to do. Um, KCP, Alex Caruso, who I actually – he kind of came on towards the end of the year. He could be a nice two-piece coming off the bench possibly. <laughs> 
Is it a bad sign? You're still a LeBron loyalist. Is it a bad sign? Talking about Alex Caruso because yeah. he had a dunk. If you're He's trying to, if you're trying to talk yourself into Alex Caruso, that's that's tough. Um, What's well, so they threw up Sports Center this morning? Threw up a graphic that Kawhi and Paul George were in one and two in points per touch last season. That's not bad. It's not bad to have. Um, this Rajon Rondo, I guess. I think they still have him. Kuzma, who is going to need to take a. He's going to need to take a big leap, especially offensively, and they need to bring in a guy who can coach defense for them. Um, so, yeah, they got some work to do, the Lakers. Um, and Rob Palenka showing off his, his genius in the, early, in the early wee hours of Saturday morning. Um, but now we have a – now on a, on a bigger picture, we have a league where you, you have nine or ten – are the Clippers are the favorites in the West? Clippers are the favorites in general. They moved over the Lakers, three to one odds. So Jerry West is that dude, man. Jerry West is that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I mean, I mean, and now you have wow, you have five, six teams in the West that can legitimately go for it. Between obviously the Lakers, I'm sure will be in the mix. The Clippers, Houston. Portland might make – I mean, I don't know if they have – I mean, they made the, the, they made the Western Conference Finals. And they, yeah, they, they traded could too. Saw Whiteside, who is huge standard deviation on what his output will be. Big risk-reward there with him. Yeah. But if Nurk, Nurkic doesn't get hurt – I mean, the Warriors swept them, but we're in the lead for what? I, I mean, I think it was like less than 20 minutes or something insane like that. It was very close. Yeah. Right, which again they didn't have KD, but they did have the rest of the band, and that we've already talked about a bunch on this podcast. How I we I really didn't love the rest of that Warriors roster. Which I mean, when you have those four guys, it's not going to be a perfect world. But Portland and Denver are definitely in the mix, and you didn't mention Golden State. I was getting, I was getting right. So yeah, six legit. And then you throw in, you know, Popovich Antonio is still the coaching there. Yeah. Um, the Mavs, we have no idea what they'll be, but they could be interesting. I mean, you add Chris Stops to what Doncic was doing last year. I mean, they're probably a, a couple of years out, but still, that, I mean, teams like that could make a little bit of noise if they're playing really well and then, come, come April. And then you got two teams out west that – Think I mean Philadelphia? You got to think is probably going to put itself out in a good position. Out we didn't, I mean Sacramento could continue to getting you know continue get, yeah, to get they're better. They're going to fight for a playoff. DeAndre spot. Fox is is a really exciting young player, yeah. and we didn't even mention Utah, which everybody is on that bandwagon right now. So that's Houston as well. We said Houston. We said Houston. We didn't say Utah. So that's like six, seven teams, seven teams right there. I mean, yeah. As far as established, like we mentioned the Mavs and the Kings, they're a little bit fringe. But based on teams who made the playoffs last year and and what a lot of people would say got better, I mean, that's that's seven teams right off the bat. Yeah, and that's just in the West. And then you have Milwaukee in the East, Philly in the East. Toronto's going to take a big dip. Yeah, Boston. 
I mean, I, I wonder I if Toronto has their there. picks though, or they gave them up for Kawhi. Because then San Antonio just continues to, to play the long game and continue to be good. I'd have to go back and look at that trade and see what. I mean, Siakam's going to get paid. The. No, they have a lot of guys. Anubi, who didn't even play in the playoffs. OGs, yeah. So. No, yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's definitely Philly. Philly and Milwaukee, I think it's a two headed. I mean, Boston could be fun again like they were without Kyrie two years ago. Those young guys definitely have to take a step forward. I don't think it's it's out of this world for us to chalk up Tatum having a sophomore slump. I mean, that's a real thing. You know, yeah, like no, he's going to need to take a big In life down. and sports and a lot of things. He had a baby, second year in the league. Kyrie no was back. Hayward. I mean, it was, it was just a... A cluster F, for lack of a better term. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I mean, I, I would, you know, Milwaukee and, and Philly are obviously, we're, we're talking 10 months out, but those two stick out for obvious reasons. I like Philly. I do like Philly. Horford, but the, the, West, the West has been and will be continue to be more fun for a while. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, Which is why it'd be interesting. I wish they would either scrap or go back to, like, I just think four seven-game series is, is just out of control. Yeah, they need to do But the West kind of justifies it by itself. But I'd still, that first round, if it was five games, I feel like would heighten things. I mean, you can I, – it. It's just fun. I, I I wonder what the addition of it like is it purely because a couple one seeds lost and in that case like if you're the one seed and you can't beat an eight in a five game series like you probably don't just yeah you just, like that's kind of weak man yeah like, we're not talking about even a three game which that, that would never happen I'm not even saying I'm pushing for that but five game series and you can't beat the eight seed then that just means it's really deep and let's go. Let's get on with it. Like, let's get down to eight teams as fast as possible. Because the thing with seven is those four, five, three, six are more likely to go longer. And then you just have these teams sitting around waiting. It's just. No, it's. I, no, I, I agree. I agree. I don't know how we got on that other than. It's okay. Talking about. That's why we. How many good teams are in the West? It's, now, a, it's a podcast. That's what happens. There's a lot. Um. We're moving along kind of fast, but I can't help but think about OKC. And if you're a fan of the, like, if you're an actual Thunder fan, man, you should have just paid Harden. And I know we're getting here, but just now you're at the end of this decade when at the beginning of this decade it looks so bright. And now your option is basically to trade. Can you look up, real? I want to see if somebody's got most likely landing spots. Because we were talking before we hopped on, and if you're OKC, I mean, you have all these picks. You have Steven Adams, whatever that means. But, he, I mean, he's a nice piece. Do you just sell, the, sell Russ, which is your best trade? asset now and just reset. I mean, you have a loyal fan base. They're not going anywhere. They don't have any other pro sports teams to to leave you for, distract them like Los Angeles does. 
and just give the you know people love this Gilligas Alexander kid, and I just don't see how him and Russ. I'm just not a big Russ guy. I love how hard he plays, but I think a lot of his energy is misplaced. And I wonder if he's sent to somebody else's team, if he kind of has a midlife crisis, mid, mid-career crisis, and, like, wakes up and truly unlocks his potential. Or the end of the year, just an end of his career crisis, getting there, I mean, more so. I'm, I'm looking it up right now, and I'm, I'm trying to see what would make sense. It's tough. He's got the numbers on this guy's contract. Am I going to mess this up if I click on a new? Nope, you're good. Because Ian's using using Twitter as his uh, search engine, which is odd. Odd choice. There's caps. I mean, I'm saying there's there's a lot of people on here that do this. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Probably find this a bit quicker. We're leaving all this in, by the way. This is all staying. Um, I want to say I just saw they owe him $38 million. Oh, so now we're getting two hours ago that Paul George and Russ were unhappy. How about we haven't? How about that story that Stephen A. broke on Kevin Durant? What was that now? Four years ago? Dude, that, I mean, that was wild. Kind of, kind of shitty. A little bit. We've all done shitty things. <laughs> It's fair. So I'm not gonna rake K- KD over the coals for that, but that's that's a bad. I think beat. this just plays along with a larger theme that basically him and Kyrie are really lame. The story, I think, the story goes just so you guys can hear it. Maybe we'll take a break here after this, so they can talk about the rest of the stuff. Um, I think they met for dinner. This is back in 2016 when. KD was deciding where to play. They had a dinner between Nick Collison, Russ, someone else, I believe, an agent possibly, and then Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant told Westbrook he was staying. The next day, uh, Durant flew to the Hamptons. The rest was history at that point. So that was the story we were referring to. But to me, it's just the fact that this couldn't have gone. I, the Thunder, man, he, he didn't pay James Harden. He kept probably the wrong guy. And I know that's tough because Russ has averaged a triple-double three. I don't think it's out there yet. Three straight. Well, this was – it's interesting is back in May, I think Zach Lowe broke that other – not the Thunder, but other teams thought that were basically just saying they should start exploring a trade for Russ. This was back in May. No, I mean that so, was. I mean that was being if, talked if about there's, last. Clearly, year. there's interest, which there should be. I mean, the guy puts up numbers. I, I don't think there's any doubt. Doubt about that. Um, no, it's. I mean, you go to the Thunder. They, I think, if we're to believe, the big thing was. Well, we we were told for so long that it was they didn't want to go in the luxury tax, right? But then. We also get the conflicting report that they actually liked Ibaka. And, uh, you know, so it's like either way, it's not good. And I would argue, I mean, Duran is, we saw him averaging 34 points a game in the playoffs before he goes down. But now that we're, now that we're, we're all the way here, I mean, one could argue Harden probably has the best long, like just the way that he plays, the way that he's built, he's never really been hurt. 
long term he would have been the one to keep with the way the, the league plays now. Right, I mean, obviously him or Durant, as he gets but older, it's just funny that they chose yeah. Ibaka initially, and then Katie leaves them. They trade. I mean, you look at these trade packages. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't James Harden yet, but it's just funny the trade package that they got for him was Kevin Martin, and I don't even know what else because I mean maybe the Stevens Adam pick, so. Clearly, one of those organ. It's funny, like we've talked about on the pod before, how there's teams that clearly know how to draft, and there's teams that clearly know how to find pieces and maneuver with the cap. There's not many that know how to do both, and OKC definitely fell into that. Have no idea what to do with assets once they get assets. Team <laughs> just made the wrong decisions. I mean, yeah, no, I. You guess you never really know how it's going to play out, and maybe that's part of it. It's just bad luck. So I mean, did not did not work out for them when they were supposed to be the team of the decade. Um, I want to take a quick break, and then I want to finish this up on the back end. So one thing that we were just talking about as we were taking a break was, and I saw Royce Young tweeted this when I was scrolling, it's like scrolling through Twitter is that everybody is a free agent now in the league. And we've seen now two instances with both Anthony Davis, who I mean, probably going to sign there anyway. And he only had a year left on his deal. But then you see Paul George, who just signed an extension, a big contract, multiple years, Requested a trade and pretty much got what he wanted. And it's just a completely different idea of how the league works and how everybody is kind of a free agent. And you were just using the soccer example, which I thought was an excellent an excellent example of how this works. You can ride with it. You got it. Oh, you forgot? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just... We've, we've talked about it multiple times, maybe not on the pod directly. I'm sure we have. But just it's funny to me how Europe is at least running on a government level much more to the left. And, but their sports, both basketball and soccer, these teams have academies where kids actually go to school at the academy. I'm going long version here. But essentially they, they own the players. Um and so when a player wants to leave, as long as his contract's not up, if another team wants him, there's a suitor, they can match that. And they always get something in return, right? So they're, they're essentially always – I mean, it's like any other industry where if an employee wants to leave, you can leave. You know, you might have a non-compete or something like that where you can't go to certain companies for a certain amount of time. But regardless, there's freedom. But the owners don't get screwed either, Right. Whereas the NBA or American sports for the longest time, if you didn't trade a guy before his contract was up, you run the risk of losing him and getting nothing in return. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it because the teams have been ruthless for a long time. Now the players, but that, now the next part is I, I just don't want to hear players complaining 
about how ruthless teams are when these guys basically have created the power and all they deserve it to do whatever they want as well. Right. I mean, that's truly, that's free market. So no, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just teams got to know. And they, the, they obviously, the team by signing guys, even if they know that they might trade them in a year, at least they know they're going to get something back because it's under contract. Right. So, team, yeah, no. so, and I just, it's just, it's, it's, it's wild. It's a wild time in the league. It's obviously opened up. And for the first time in over a decade now, we have. We don't Tyler, have a, Tyler Hero popped off against China. Yeah, I know. Saw that. <laughs> saw that. It's, it's very interesting. Um, good for him. I, I thought it was a summer league game. Didn't realize they were playing. China, actually. Don't know where that game took place. I don't even know if that would be China's A squad because they got worked by the Heat Summer League team. I don't think that would happen in China. No, I don't think so. So, no, yeah. Now the league's opened up. You're an NBA fan. Lots of, I mean, a lot to look forward to. No prohibited favorite. I mean, obviously it was a favorite, but... This is the first time in pretty much the entire decade that we don't have a standard super team, right, with three-plus stars on one team. Um, Yeah, there's a lot that can happen. A lot can unfold. Um, So, I mean, that was – unless you had anything, I was going to end on that. So. No, I mean, there's (laughs) – people started dragging him over the coals for, like, taking so long. I mean, it just, That's shows, the point it just shows how impatient the world is. Because you, you, you had already—I don't know if you had him ready or you looked it up—but like, big time guy, like LeBron, one time waited till what the eleventh or tenth. The tenth, I think Miami um, was the tenth. Oh no, Cleveland was the tenth. And then I mean, so like, I mean, yeah. these aren't light decisions. I, I think what you saw is a guy who kept his options open didn't jump at the first chance and clearly wasn't like plotting this all year, like weirdo Kyrie and KD. Right. I mean, this all happened after a season because he was busy winning a title. (laughs) So. And it's amazing. We also, we also um, realized that he wasn't just sitting on his couch pondering. Right. I I think he had an idea of what he wanted. It was just a matter of, could the Clippers make it happen? We knew that he wanted to be in L.A. And more so, we were just waiting to see if they could conduct a trade to get it done. So they get it, and good for them. It's, it's like I said, the league's going to be a lot of fun this year. I like the Clippers roster a lot. Takeaways, Lakers, still be fun, but Alex Caruso might be your starting point guard. So have fun with that. Um, is Matt Delladova though? That's fine, man. That's fine. No, I think the Tyus Jones thing is actually Tyus Jones thing is actually uh, a good move for them. So we'll be here all week. Exactly. So quick little podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Initial thoughts on the trade, and uh, who knows when we'll do another one. Maybe do something on on some movies or something. Sports is kind of taken. We're going to go into a lull period. The Yankees are good. Hottest team in baseball. Hopefully they can continue that through 
the summer and into the fall. So maybe we'll talk some Yanks here once we get closer to playoffs. And please, any rich guys that listen, which is zero, someone buy the Knicks. Yeah, James is it's a tough spot. Tough spot to be in. Buy the Knicks. Kevin Knox, baby. Kevin Knox. Mitch Robinson and R.J. Barrett. A lot of length. A lot of length, yeah. Um, Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.